You are listening to a CJTR podcast. everyone, welcome to Spoiler Alert, a weekly talk radio show for movie and television lovers. Spoiler alerts are in full effect like this one. If you look at the Mona Lisa for more than a second, cryptic clues are squeezed into every brushstroke. <laughs> That's right, we are talking movies, not about art, but about adventure. Dun, da, da, da. Uh, with me is my very adventurous co-host, uh, catch her if you can, it's Sonia Stanger. Look out, here I go. <laughs> Off I go. Um, and where in the world is Jeremy Legui? He's not here. Great it's, question. It's just us two pals. We have to solve a series of clues about political and geog- geographical facts about the world. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> um, Abraham Lincoln also h- hit a clue. <laughs> this <laughs> is, we've got travel people, we've got espionage, we have sexy conversations. And that's just in this podcast. hey Sonia. What <laughs> what it differentiates an adventure film from, let's say, your run-of-the-mill action movie, your thriller? Literally any other movie, you mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think to me... Okay, so one funny thing that I did was I looked up the def- dictionary definition. Of, a, I was of like, the word adventure? I'm writing, yes, I'm writing a wedding speech right now, so I better... You are? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I see. I'm so sorry. It's like Webster's a- Dictionary yeah. describes love as this. I actually went with Oxford because oh. I was like, well, who, I mean, who's You're the more legit Webster, dictionary? Yeah, I'm down with Webster. Uh, Oxford English Dictionary defines an adventure as an unusual and exciting or daring experience. Well. So to be honest, that didn't that, really narrow that, it down. That's what plot is, I guess. But to me... An adventure movie, I think, uh, mostly means that they're like they're there's a journey. Yeah, they're going somewhere. Even maybe if it's not literally, although often literally, I feel like there's a literal journey involved. Oh yeah, I feel like you gotta get to hoofing. You gotta go somewhere. Yeah, but I mean, maybe it's just a journey through your our, mind. Yeah, our relationships with each through other. Your heart. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So I feel that for an adventure to occur, there's stakes, which again, you know, no other what movie has What if you're a vegetarian? <laughs> or a vampire. Oh, yeah. Um, there's stakes and there is a journey. Um, so I also, when I looked up adventurous films, almost every Marvel movie popped up. Yeah. And that I thought was weird. I did too. Because... You know, maybe at its basis definition, it is. Maybe. Um, also, as an aside to the listeners, Sonia's using headphones from The Lost and Found, and one of them, one of the sides is really cockeyed, but she doesn't know it. <laughs> but is it cute and jaunty? It's very cute, yeah. It okay. looks like your head's kind of busted. It is, let's be real. Um, Do you think Marvel movies are adventure movies? Like, not really, but I guess you are hop-skipping around all over the place. Yeah, but it's like, isn't that run-of-the-mill for them? Yeah. If you're a superhero, is that an adventure? Your life is an adventure. Wouldn't an adventure be like, all right, Ant-Man, go use a photocopier? Oh. 
Honestly, I tried to print off posters today, and I printed off. I printed off a bunch of 11 by 17s because I was like, this will be look great, so big. And I got, I printed off 25, and when I looked at them, it was the same 11 by 8, but just in one corner of the page. Oh, no. I was no. so disappointed What did myself. you do? Did you trim them? No, I didn't trim them. I just left them. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you did well, that. I'll eventually cut them. But I'm annoyed at myself. Anyway, anyway sorry for all my, my printer. This episode chatter. is about printers. Yeah. Um, so, essentials needed for adventure film. I agree that there needs to be a lot of travel. Uh-huh. Um, for so, I feel like I'm thinking of the characters are all, I believe they're characters. Because like, they're, they're just very rote people. Because you are meeting so many new people when you're hop skipping around all over the place. Yeah. I feel like there's also often like a ragtag bunch that gets uh, assembled. There's a ragtag ensemble. Uh, and yeah, just like, okay, I'm thinking of, I watched Adventures in Babysitting this week. Amazing. It is very fun. And in that film, it's very like we start off a little thing and then all of a sudden like one thing happens and then, oh, it starts escalating. Another crazy thing happens. It just is like all mm, these a series, a very series of events that just like, oh, we got to now go to the hospital. Oh no, now we're stuck in like the bad side of the tracks. It is. It was very fun, but it, at some point I was like, oh, now where you gotta go? Oh, okay. Um, have you seen? Uh, not for many, 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 many years. It's very fun. It opens with a dance montage. Oh yeah, I'm very that into that. Not necessary, but obviously very embraced <laughs> by me. A gratuitous dance montage. And actually, you see Elizabeth Shue's mom for a moment. She just walks in and she's like, your boyfriend's here, honey, and then leaves, which I appreciate people that can thing. deliver a line. But she's wearing the best 80s mom outfit, and it's something that I aspire to. Tell me more. Well, just like um, a huge belted shirt. People don't belt shirts that much anymore. Like an outrageous sweater, you know, the whole combo. And then just like a nice little fluffy mom cut to top it all off. I literally, probably last week, was trying out an outfit and I was like, should I belt this? Should I belt this shirt? And then I tried it and it looked weird. Yeah, I... (laughs) I think belts are hard. Belts are tough. But it's interesting how belts have gone out of favor. Yeah. It, that's the, when I'm growing up and everyone's like, maybe you should belt it. I'm like, nobody's ever belted it. Are you crazy? <laughs> right. But I think, like, if I think back to, like, when I was in university, like, 2013, 2014. Oh, were we having a belt, I was, a belt I, moment? I was belting a lot. I don't know. Anyway. Ooh, ah. That was my belt adventure. <laughs> um, okay. So... There's a little girl in Adventures in Babysitting Uh uh who is obsessed with Thor, which they don't really explain at all, actually. Um, And there is, like, um, there is a homophobic moment where where her big brother tries to get under her skin and says, Thor's a homo. And she's like, you take that back. Sick burn, bro. Yeah. Thor wishes. Well, we do, spoiler alert, meet a Thor mechanic at the end. <gasps> and he is perturbed by the accusation that he well, might be a homo. As one might be <laughs> in an uh, 80s by film. A, by a, a child. Um, also, there is a moment in a club, a jazz club, where they stumble in 
like a blues club, actually. Uh-huh. They stumble in, they stumble onto stage, the entire room grinds to a halt, everyone's rattled, and then the person that is performing says, you can't leave unless you sing a song, which is <laughs> an outrageous thing to happen. Uh-huh. And if any club ever tried, no, none of the, the audience was giving nooch at the start, but then they really came in. They came to enjoy Elizabeth Shue's blues about the babysitting blues song. Oh, yeah, I remember that song. <laughs> like, looking after these guys. Yeah. <laughs> That's bad. what she's like. <laughs> that is what she's like. <laughs> um, also, her friend Brenda, which is why they get embroiled in the first Brenda. place. Brenda. Her friend Brenda runs away. She's her friend Brenda's so dumb. Also, she <laughs> runs away. So they call her stupid Brenda. They call her big dumb Brenda. She runs away. She has no money, and then she gets trapped at like a Chicago train station or something. And then that's when she calls her to come get her. And then she loses her glasses because she's oh, a dummy. Brenda. She come holds on. a rat because she thinks it's a kitty. Brenda. I know she. Anyway. I feel like there is often a character like that in an adventure film, though, who foils the forward motion. Well, yes. There was another foiler, which was a young... Oh, my God. What's his name? <laughs> who's like? The, who's the redhead from, from Rent? Oh, um, I was about to be like, Mark. Yeah, it's Mark. <laughs> um, Anthony Rapp. It's Anthony Rapp. <gasps> I covered my eyes. You did. And you then saw it, I remembered his name. Yeah. That's a good trick. Yeah, Anthony Rapp is quite the foil. He's always... He oh, pu- he's comes along for the ride. And, and then he sings the tango Maureen. Yeah. <laughs> he does. And that's the biggest foil. Because <laughs> I hate that song. <gasps> I forgot. Yeah, I don't. You don't I don't love. <laughs> um, what did you watch this week? Anything? Hey, Sean. Adventurous? Nothing. Oh, no. I didn't watch any movies this week. <laughs> For what? reasons I'll tell you about during my what you watch it. Oh sure, of course. Um, okay, I, well, I was otherwise occupied. That's okay because On luckily so many things. Yeah, so many exactly. Films are and I was like, you know what, girl, you've seen adventure films. You've seen them. Like you I know tried what, to girl? make a list of of films. And You're showing me a huge list. A huge list. So one that I actually remembered a film from 1995 that I haven't seen since honestly i well, i watched it probably a hundred times as a child weren't you born in like 1995 <laughs> i was born in 1991 okay and i didn't watch it until probably the late 90s okay maybe even the early 2000s okay okay i recall getting this from blockbuster so it must have been so you a while watched back. it with a, a bone <laughs> yeah a pile of dirt uh it's called okay i'm very curious whether you've ever seen this gold diggers the Secret of Bear Mountain. Does that ring any <laughs> Nothing you said made... No, I didn't hear any of that. Gold Diggers. The Secret of Bear Mountain. This isn't even our... The yeah, game. This feels like the game. But it's not. So, what is it? I, <laughs> those don't make any sense to me. Um, basically, two teenage girls try and find some treasure in a mountain. Uh, but they're but they're they're gold diggers because they're trying to find. They're trying to dig for gold. Oh, okay. And they're just like fighting against the world and its foils. Do you know who Anna Chlumsky is? Yes, I do. It's her and Christina Ricci. 
That's very fun. It's I very that, cute. It's a cute movie. I thought that Anna Shlumsky did, um, like, Macaulay gets stung by a bee. And then... Yeah, my girl. My girl. <laughs> In and, other words. And then she done, didn't do anything until Veep. Nope. That's my idea of That's Anna Shlumsky. Wasn't she also Fly Away Home? Or was that Anna That's Paquin? That's Anna Paquin. I'm getting my 90s queens mixed up. Yeah. Anyway, basically, like, Christina Ricci moves to this town, I think, in Washington. Uh, and then all the popular kids are like, don't be friends with Anna Chlumsky. She, Chlumsky, she's weird. Also, what a name. I know. Chlumsky. Chum- why didn't any Chlumsky. advisor give her to be like, let's just change your name let's to just, Anna That's C. your actor name. Yeah. Um, but then they become friends. and Of course. Try and discover some treasure. And it was just one of those things that I was like, oh. Like, I was going through a list of adventure movies. And then I was like, oh, my God, what's that movie from the 90s with Christina Ricci that I watched a hundred times as a child? And then I found it, and I was like, oh, my God, it exists. It's real. It's real. Gold diggers. Uh, Christina Ricci must have been working 24-7 when she was a kid. I hope she she didn't let her parents spend all her money. Oh, the Ricci's. Not Despicable so, Richie. Not so Richie anymore. Oh, no. Anyway, uh, that was one. Also, one I've talked about before, Homeward Bound. I feel like encapsulates oh. so many of the elements of an adventure that, film. You're so right. Homeward Bound is the ultimate adventure movie. Yeah. I think it's even subtitled The Incredible Journey or something like that. It is. So that really And that's a film you. where there's no, there's no uh, love connection. No, it was. Did we say that was one of the? No, but I don't. I just assume that there is sometimes a bit of something beneath the surface. A love connection as yeah. part of the adventure. Unless maybe Sissy and Chance sassy. had something that I couldn't sassy. Also, they're different species, so that's inappropriate, Sean. I don't judge love. Oh, love is love. I don't put labels on love. Yes, those are the same. <laughs> Um, uh, so did you watch anything else? I this I did not watch this week, but it is something that I come back to all the time, mm-hmm. um, and it's called the uh, Jewel of the Nile. Uh huh. And it is a film that I watched when I was a kid a million times. Yeah. And it stars Kathleen Turner and uh, Michael Douglas. <laughs> Can you know, remember his name for a second? Just the stars of every film that children love. <laughs> Honestly, Kathleen Turner was one of my childhood like icons. Like it makes the most sense. If you if I wanted to explain you to someone in as few words as possible, I would say Sean loved Kathleen Turner as a child. She was a turning point, (laughs) pop culture turning point for me. Uh, And um so she begins the film. She is um a romance novelist mm -hmm. and she doesn't live a very exciting life. She lives in a little New York apartment. She has a cat. Um, and then all of a sudden, her sister, who lives, I'm not sure where, some... <laughs> some other place. Some, like, South American, like, uh, jungle. She mails her something, um, and she's talking to her best friend, and she is her uh, publicist after a great montage of them looking at men in a bar, which I will explain <laughs> later. And then she is sent this map in the mail and she's like, you know, it's so weird. It came from like my, my brother-in-law moments, like pretty soon before he was obviously like murdered. Cause she, her 
brother-in-law was murdered. You find this out. Chopped up into pieces. Oh, my God. And then she gets a hostage call. Is that what that's called? Ransom call. She has to go deliver the map to this South American country or else her sister will die. And then so she goes there and then she, her bus, she takes the wrong bus. Danny DeVito's in it. Uh, that's to always the wrong bus. Yeah. She gets on this bus to Cartagena and it falls off the the road and Michael Douglas finds her and then they fight bad guys in a jungle and it's just amazing. It sounds amazing. It really is and they try to find this jewel. <laughs> they find a map and then they try to find a jewel. And I don't have anything more to say about it except that there was a sequel that Jeremy told me earlier What that basically ruins the ruined the the movie franchise really yeah it was called romancing the stone or maybe the oh, first yeah, romancing one, the stone maybe the first one was called romancing the stone second was jewel of the nile oh i think you're describing romancing the stone which i haven't seen in a hundred years yeah so that must be romancing the stone jewel of the nile i think messed up the entire world <laughs> Everything changed. But Danny DeVito popped back for it, so it could yeah. be doll bad. Danny's got to get paid. Danny gets paychecks. Um, You know who makes a lot of adventure movies? Um, Whom? Wes Anderson. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's made right. a bunch. He's... Moonrise Kingdom. Yes, that is an adventure. Like one of the best ones. And then also I was like, okay, and so is Grand Budapest Hotel. Like I would say that's an adventure movie. And then they don't really go anywhere. Yeah, they do. Oh, <laughs> prison. <laughs> True. Yes. <laughs> There's a prison escape. I feel like that's an adventure. Yeah. In and of itself. The um. The <laughs> there's like a prison murder scene. Yeah. It is uh filmed so whimsically, whimsically yeah. that it is really rattling. E- it really is. And you like forget that that's what's happening. Just like, and wow, that's like, oh. horrible. <laughs> They're just like da 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 yeah. da da. So while there's like jaunty music. Yeah. Um, okay, did you have another question? I feel like you were preparing right before I was like, ah, Wes Anderson. No, continue with Wes. What also, I, the Darjeeling Limited. Yes. That's another one. And even Little Isle of Dogs. Yeah, I always forget about that one. I know. Well, I, I, don't, loved- I don't know how I feel about it, but um, but it was really cute. But I know we saw it together. We did see it <laughs> And Not with Eric Bell, as you mistakenly say sometimes. Never make that mistake. <laughs> Will I ever live that down, Sean? No, I'll never forget it. No, nor should you. Anyway, Moonrise Kingdom is probably one of my favorite adventure movies. Mm-hmm. Just because it's so cute. It, well, cuteness is his foothold. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Thank you. <laughs> um... Okay, another thing I watched this week that I thought was going to be adventurous, mm-hmm. but it turned out maybe not to be so much, but I finally got around to watching Vertigo. <gasps> okay. By Monsieur Hitchcock. Oui. And it was very good, but I guess it was, di- I didn't really know the plot before I watched it, which I guess is how movies go. That's classic. But you would think something so classic that I would know, but I did not. I don't know. Um, You didn't know. Well, I think I've seen it, too. <laughs> tell me about it, and then I'll tell you if I've seen it. Basically, um, James Stewart 
uh, is a police officer that has a major brush with almost death and then develops vertigo, where he can't go very high or else he looks down and gets intense nausea and passes out, basically. Um, wow. Yeah. So there we go. And that starts it off. And then he gets hired by an old friend from college to follow his wife around because he is like she is having some major mental issues. She might, he's like, I think that she thinks, or I think that she's being possessed by her dead grandmother because she'll like disappear in her brain and like, she'll just go wandering around. And when he asks her later, she's like, I've just been in the house. Like she has no idea where she's gone. And so she gets him to follow her and then shenanigans, shenanigans. He saves her a beautiful Kim Novak. Oh, I love Kim Novak. She's really good in this also. Hmm. I don't think I have seen. Um, she is 24. James Stewart is 49. Of course. <laughs> as you do. Um, Literally her father. And of course, they have a bit of a romance. Mm-hmm. But um, what am I trying to say? Maybe I shouldn't spoil it for you because I think you should watch. <gasps> okay. But there's, there's things that happen. But there's not a lot... Of there's a little bit of travel, but not a ton. And so it's disqualified. <laughs> I think I've disqualified it. Why? I don't know. I thought that his investigation would ha- take him on an adventure. Yeah, it was not really an adventure, but it was. It was more of um, a caper. Oh, I love a caper. I we should have done capers. Honestly, I would love to do a caper. <laughs> Someone write this down. I'll write it down right now. Mm, perfect. I don't hear you writing. Oh, sorry. We have a Foley artist. I was like, come on, Sean. And he has this friend also. This is, I know this won't work for you because you haven't seen, but he has this like sort of friend with glasses who paints that he, um, I guess she's used so he can establish like his past and like, like, so he can tell stuff to you. So the audience knows what's going on. Mm -hmm. But so Midge just like kind of drops out halfway through the film and um, he's really, he becomes rattled because she's like, oh, I painted a picture of myself. And then she paints herself in the style of this fame, this painting that maybe supposedly was the woman that, uh, is taking over the body of, of Kim Novak. But I don't know why she painted that or if that's actually what she painted. And he, he just saw that cause he's going a little cray cray at that time. It's very confusing and he's very unwell. Basic, yeah. There's just a lot of obsession in this. <laughs> um. Anyway, an adventure into the human psyche. It is, and there's a lot of falling, like, you know, like him just basically. I'm imagining him lying on a table and being like, ah, and then just swirly, swirly around. Yeah, him, yeah, yeah. Like a spirograph. Like that's like where that trope comes from, isn't it? It must be. I think so. They also invented the term like. Maybe like the vertigo shot, because right? mm, whenever mm-hmm. he looks down, there's like this crazy change of um, perspective. A perspective that makes you be like, uh, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna fall." That's very effective for me because I'm very afraid of heights. Are you? Yeah. You know we're on the third floor <gasps> right now. Uh, gotta go. <laughs> Slam. <laughs> um. 
Well, oh, do you know what? I, maybe we could talk about the sort of... There's a bit of lame adventure movies, uh-huh. which I would say... I'm thinking of The Da Vinci Code, which I was talking about earlier. Excellent. And also National Treasure. Yeah. <laughs> which like are conspiracy both built, adjacent. Yeah, totally. Like, they're both built on bizarre fake facts. Yeah, fake news. Like, oh, um, the Declaration of Independence, if you use lemon juice and a hot <laughs> yeah. dryer on it it has a message you know how you can just walk up and squirt some juice on the old deck of in <laughs> the deck of in <laughs> and and then also it will still be effective this 400 years later and also that's just like a boring middle-aged man who the film wants us to believe is not a boring middle-aged man with an attractive sidekick yeah. Figuring this out. Like, this is no, like, Indiana Jones. This is Nicolas Cage. <laughs> and, like, if you can't even make it better by putting Tom Hanks in it, or Audrey Tattoo, for that matter. Oh, Tattoo. She's great. The girl with the Audrey Tattoo. <laughs> What's her first name? Audrey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Audrey Tattoo, like, T-O-U-T-O-U? Oh, yes, yes. She's French anyway. Amale. Is she? Huh? Is she? French? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, and she's the actress from Amale. Oh, my God. that She's not. She is. Oh. Is- that makes a lot of sense. But also, Amelie, totally an adventure movie. And she Ooh. doesn't go that many places. Her gnome does, though. Ugh. Her gnome. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So cute. Personally, all she does is crack the crust of creme brulees and stuff. She likes to imagine everyone in Paris having sex at that moment. Yeah, that made me uncomfortable. That's a mental adventure it. right there. I watched I watched it when I was in like grade 10 with my yeah. friend, and I was rattled by that part. <laughs> that's funny. And you'd think that a grade 10 yeah, person say, would be like old enough fave. to handle it, but... Not that was like I. my fave part. Well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what else is on my list that we can discuss? Um, oh, Princess Bride. Oh, yes. <laughs> I was kind of hoping for like a more effusive reaction. I don't know why. Yeah. And then when I just got, oh, yes, I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> over it, too. He's over it. I haven't seen Princess Bride in a long time. I didn't remember that Carrie Elvis is Gorge. Mm-hmm. Um, it's True. one of the few things I remember. <laughs> you need to rewatch that. That's I should. Classic. That's like one of my favorite, maybe my favorite movie. Really? I feel like I have a different answer every time we talk about what our favorite yeah, movie yeah. is. You're like, my favorite movie is The Mummy. <laughs> <laughs> Finding Nemo, that's another one. A lot oh. of kids' movies. Oh, yeah. Our adventure films. Is this good radio? It's just listening. I don't, I don't think it is. <laughs> Listeners, we have to apologize so hard. We were really in a... We ran out of steam this a week. A dastardly pickle this week. We're, we really ran out of steam. And, you know, we're doing our best out there for you, but you only have to... You only have, like, another minute, and then it'll be the break, and then it'll get better. And you can thank your lucky stars. <laughs> we're sorry, CJTR. Uh, a lot of, yeah, like, a lot of kids' movies, a lot of franchises are really just sort of built around the idea of adventure. Right. Star Wars, Indiana Jones. Yep. 
The, oh, the Lord, Lord of the Rings, Rings honey. Yes. Uh, I didn't get it. I should have maybe. I haven't watched Lord of the Rings in a long time. Oh, I thought you were going to say ever. And I was like, well, guess we know what the next 12 shows are about. Oh, no. <laughs> Just kidding. We devote two shows per movie. Yeah, because you know how there are six of them? How many are there? Three. <laughs> but there's also a bunch of hobbity things. Little spin-offs. <laughs> okay, you know what? We're having a real problem, and I think we need to get back. <laughs> um, I think it's time now to listen to a word from our sponsors. Grab the nearest freight rope and spin, swing for your life across a canyon. We'll be back with Spoiler Alert on 91.3 FM, CJTR, Regina Community Radio. Welcome back to Spoiler Alert with Sean Dunham and Sonia Stanger. Hi! We are going to chat more adventure films in a minute, but will we? Maybe, Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> but first, we'll play a game lovingly called The Game. Bum, 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 bum. You didn't give me my prompt. I was going to do it. Oh, Sonia. Here's your prompt, Sonia. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I was waiting for it. Blah, 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 blah. Great work. Thanks, both of us. This is such a, a view behind the curtain for everyone. Oh, yes. We're parting the kimono this week. <laughs> you parting the kimono? <laughs> you never heard that? No. Oh. To well. expose your... Body? Like... Is that what it is? I guess. I never thought of that. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we're really showing you We're really showing them our jennies today, you guys. Our jennies. Um, okay, you guys. So Jeremy's not here, but he did send us the name of a film, and it sounds insanity. It's called Armor of God 2, Operation Condor. Armor of God 2, Operation Condor. Are oh, you familiar we with the Armor game? of God one. Should we say what the game is? Yes. Um, this is the game where Jeremy searches all week uh, to find a film that we try to tell him the plot of. He says what it's really about. We're probably wrong. And we all get on with our day and have a good couple larfs. <laughs> and to answer your question, no, I am not familiar with Armor of God 1. What, I, just, I couldn't what kind imagine. What armor would God make if he had? Okay. Here's what I think. Okay, sorry. Can I get the full title of the game again? Of course. Armor of God 2, Operation Condor. Operation Condor. Armor of God 2, Operation Condor. Okay. I think this film is about a youth group from a local community church. And uh, the apocalypse has begun. Armageddon has begun. It's a war between the angels and non-angels. Devils? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I don't know why. I was like, well, it'll be offensive if I talk about any of that. Oh, yeah, it's so offensive to say the word devils. <laughs> I don't know. My brain was like, just say non-angel. Um, that's my very heathen understanding of what Armageddon is. Yeah. Um, We're caught in the middle. Watching Amazon's Good Omens did not help. I'll just say that. Oh, that's a great idea, and I would love to watch that. You should watch it. Uh, okay, so Church Youth Group, they're... They have decided to join the battle for of good and evil, um, and they name their mission Operation Condor. I don't know why, just because they think it's cool. Well, it is cool, of course. And there's obviously a ragtag bunch. And they're the armor of God? <laughs> yeah. They're wow. going to build God some armor. Oh, That's okay. the point. I forgot. I was coming around to that. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So they're going to build God some armor so that he can fight. Wow. Yep. 
That sounds amazing. That's my pretty comprehensive Christian understanding for you. <laughs> what do you think it's about, Sean? Teach a religious studies 100, honey. <laughs> um, so I believe that um, Armor of God 2 is the name of... Um, Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the name of veterinarian business. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. The veterinarian business is called Armor of God 2. Yeah, well, they had the first one, but then it closed. And they <laughs> opened Armor of God 2. <laughs> anyway, so they um, decided to start a new initiative um, to save the condors. Cute. <laughs> so they're out there saving snakes. Um, Sorry. Do you think condors are snakes? Yes, I do. Is that a problem? <laughs> what is a condor? They're a bird. They're a bird? Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, what I meant was <laughs> that they're saving birds. We, we're ex- we are being two exposed. very well-informed hosts. Do you know what? Anyone can get a show, including <laughs> yeah. us. If you want to know how to get a show, contact uh, CJTR. Okay, so what it actually is about? Uh-huh. Um. It is a 1991 Hong Kong action film directed by Jackie Chan um, and also starring Jackie Chan. Um, It's the sequel to 86's Armor of God, as Mm -hmm, you might mm -hmm. have guessed. Um, And it is about um, Jackie, who is playing Condor. Uh, In the U.S. release, they call him Asian Hawk. That would tip me off. That's rude. Um, Battling against a former Nazi to, to retrieve gold from an abandoned base deep in the Sahara Desert. Whoa. So we were right in no way, shape, or form. Definitely not. Woo. Interesting. Does it say it's Rotten Tomatoes score? No, it does not. Are you interested? I put you on the spot. I'm just curious. Like, I'm like, hmm. Armor of God, too, hey? Do you trust the Rotten Tomatoes? Well, no, because it gave Once Upon a Time in Hollywood like 85%. Hmm. What do you give it? I don't know. Fair enough. 50 Right well, in the middle. Right in the middle. Well, that was the game. The game. Thanks for playing. You know, we did great. We did so good. We've decided to take a little meander away from adventure films, <laughs> seeing as how we have really messed it up. We really ran through our material. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to talk about a little segment that we're going to call What's on the Horizon? On the Horizon. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. That's water. Um,. We are going. What are you excited about that <laughs> coming up this year? <laughs> I've seen some trailers that I'm very interested in. I know that we've chatted cats before. No, we don't have to talk cats, of course. I love that that was your introduction to the segment. What are you excited about that's coming up this year? <laughs> well, I stand exactly by every word and how it was put. One thing I'm excited about that uh, that you actually mentioned that's coming out. Uh, is a little film called Hustlers. 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 <laughs> that looks very. It looks very. I well. Okay, I don't. I don't know if it looks good or not, but it looks very fun. Yeah. Hustlers. It has the potential to be good. I would say. Yeah, I've heard a little bit of hilarious drama that Constance Wu very much demanded to be listed higher than her co-star. Jennifer Lopez, J-Lo, yep. which is very a strong stance to take, but you know you can. She had a very big film this year, so maybe she's allowed to do that. I have heard. I think, I think it's a rumor that she's difficult, right? Like that's. It is pretty. I feel like it's kind of well known that she is hard to work 
with. But honestly, she's she yeah, gets the good. She delivers the, the goods. goods. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so what's hustle, what's hustle, <laughs> What's hustler's the best song? Sonia, I'm sorry you bit your tongue. I'm allowed to make lisp jokes, by the way, everyone, because I used to have one when I had braces. Oh, you did. It was sad. So sad. Anyway, what's Hustlers about, Sean? Um, Hustlers is about uh, a group of strippers uh-huh. who, through some shenaniganry, uh, steal the credit cards of their clients and buy themselves a lot of expensive things, is what I can gleam from the trailer. Yeah. Starring Constance Wu, Miss mm-hmm. Jennifer Lopez, mm-hmm. who is... How old is she? She looks amazing. Who's to say? It's incredible. Um, it, Lily there's Reinhardt's also in it? Lily Reinhardt, which is bizarre. And who else? We got a Lizzo. Yeah. We got a Cardi B. Yeah. And we also have... Who plays... Kiki Palmer? Oh, yeah. Kiki Palmer. But then there's also a person that I was very surprised by who plays, like, the journalist. <gasps> Julia Stiles? Julia Stiles. That's who. Because I was like... Usher. Apparently. Oh, have you not seen Usher on the stripper pole? I'm sure he's. I've seen the trailer, but now I'm like, wait. (laughs) I don't believe I've seen Usher in the trailer. I don't remember seeing Usher in the trailer. But I do. When I saw it, I was like Jennifer or Julia Stiles. Jennifer Stiles. (laughs) Who that? Yeah, where has she been? I don't know. Oh, I'm excited. I know. Maybe she'll have a reconnaissance. A reconnaissance. If we can have a Kirsten Dunst assance. Yeah, I was can, just about to say. We can a have Dunst a Julia Stiles assance. And I am here for the Kirsten Dunst assance. Oh, yes. And I really enjoyed all the shenanigans on Twitter. I haven't seen um, How to Become a God in Florida yet. No, I haven't either. But I'm I've becoming heard a good God things. in Florida. I have also heard very good things. Apparently, it's weird, but very specifically and accurately Floridian. And Ooh. she's apparently very good. Oh, she's she's very good in everything. But did you hear about the controversy about her star on the Walk of Fame? No. Okay, so basically what happened is that Kirsten Dunst got her star on the Walk of Fame. Well deserved, as I think any film fan could tell you. Or oh. anyone with eyeballs. She's been around forever. But, Ro- Ro- how do you say this? Reuters? Yeah. That news outlet, Reuters? Yeah. They tweeted... Or actually made a headline that said, Kirsten Dunst, best known for playing Spider-Man's girlfriend, Whoa. gets a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And so Twitter was like, nay, nay, I think not, and came back with like all of this, uh, a lot of flack. And then a meme was born, as they want to do, of like... About women being un- underserved in Hollywood. That's basically like X woman could play X male role, but the man who played that role could not play X role that that woman played. Okay. So like, Kirsten Dunst could could be in There Will Be Blood, but what's his name? Yeah. <laughs> Daniel Day Lewis could not be Mary Jane. Like basically like. Right. That. Okay. Okay. Um, and that made me very happy. That is very funny. I do like a good women getting their come up into 2019. Well, also, moment. yeah. She has so Spider-Man's many films to mention. Like Like honestly, Spider-Man is one probably her lowest point. No offense right. to her. Yeah, and she was good. And she was fine. Anyway, that looks good. <laughs> I like how that came from Julia Styles. No, that does Welcome look good. Welcome back, Julia. Um, also a trailer that I've been seeing a lot mm-hmm. lately in in the theaters that I've been going to is called Knives Out. <gasps> 
I didn't. I haven't seen this. It's like I don't. I'm not sure how I feel about it. It has like. Um, Ooh, now I can't remember any Uh of the people I was just about to say. But a very star-studded cast, and it's kind of a, like, um, a whodunit, like, everyone in a mansion, someone dies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I have seen this trailer. I lied. It truly couldn't be more star-studded. Yeah. Like, okay, Chris Evans. Yeah. Daniel Craig. Lakeith Stanfield. Michael Shannon. Jamie Lee Curtis. I actually don't know who that woman is. Tony Collette, Christopher Plummer, Catherine Langford, Ricky Lindholm, and then some less famous people. Yeah, Tony Collette is what I was going to mention, and Lakeith Stanfield as, like, he looks to be, like, the investigator. Yeah, he's a detective. And it looks very interesting and weird. And great. And I'm great. excited. It looks, yeah, I can't decide if I think it'll be good. I think it'll probably be good. Yeah, a trailer's job does what it's supposed to. And, yeah, I'm interested. Oh, right. And it's by Ryan Johnson, who made the Star Wars, the second Star Wars movie in the new trilogy. Obviously not the second Star Wars movie ever made you guys. I wasn't saying anything. Ryan Johnson was, like, just born. Um, So, yeah, that looks interesting. Uh Uh-huh. Something that might not be good. Uh Uh-huh. But I is... Obviously, I still want to get eyes on is the Downton Abbey movie. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel? I was just the saying. The queen comes. <laughs> I was just saying to Sean, mm, should we probably do a full Downton episode? And I think the answer is yes. Jeremy, you're Jeremy not here, so. Jeremy might throw himself right out a window, but <laughs> as. Oh, one does not throw oneself from a window <laughs> when one is a dowager countess. Oh, you turned full dowager there. Yeah, I did it. But look, I'm here just for Maggie Smith, even. She... Take my $18 or whatever movies How cost. Much <laughs> are you going to pay? <laughs> Take my like How four, much movies cost? $13 ish. And You're I like will a watch Maggie really Smith. Really rich lady that doesn't know. Yeah. Like. <laughs> it's a banana, Sean. What could it cost? $18? <laughs> um. It'll, I mean, I don't know. I don't even think I watched all of Downton. I think I petered off. Well, it started getting a little, I don't know. Yeah. Everyone started dying. So maybe I'll do a catch-up watch and then... Isis died. <gasps> Remember when their dog <laughs> well, was yeah. named Isis? Well, before. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. Before, like, before the and then they were like, ooh, really got we need to kill off this dog. Yeah. <laughs> that was so awkward of them, how they did that. Yeah. Like, oh, where's Isis? We speaking just don't speak of, about that dog anymore. Speaking of franchises uh, that are coming back in 2019, Charlie's Angels. What you do know, we think, Sean? That trailer, I yeah, they gave it. They gave it their best shot. Yeah, it looks. It just didn't seem very good. Now, I do trust Elizabeth Banks, and she's directing it. I don't know if I trust her. I'm interested in her her works. Mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm. Just in general. Yeah. But I don't know. That it didn't it didn't really catch me. Yeah, I don't know. Also, like, it's interesting to me that it's um Kristen Stewart and then two much less famous women. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. And Why she also seems choose... a lot older than them. She does. Yes. I do like that it's... So the other two are both women of color. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I like this, that it's not just this classic thing of, like, two white women and one woman of color just for right. fun. Yes. Um, I thought it was funny that Noah Centineo's in it. 
What is he? I don't know I don't who remember. he plays, but he's the guy from To All the Boys I've Loved Before. Right. Our teen heartthrob of the year, probably. So also Patrick Stewart. What's a teenager supposed to play in Charlie's Angels? Yeah, maybe he's like one of the people they save or something. Weird. Langston. I feel like the the second iteration of Charlie's Angels just had so much fun. It was really was good. So much camps, so many camp, mm-hmm. so many wigs. And I feel like the casting for that one was very specifically done, and they were all sort of like actresses who were similarly famous. Like, you know, like they each... They were all like pretty huge actresses. Yeah, so I don't know. And like, really, we need Kristen Stewart to come back. Well, I know. I'm not opposed to I'm having... I'm not necessarily opposed either. ...case two back in our life, but... I just don't know. I My eyebrows barely twitched when I saw her on screen. She better be gay in this. Well, it's hard to One say. One angels better be gay is all I'm saying. Oh, yeah. That's don't even talk about the devils. <laughs> I know you won't. <laughs> I shan't, and I won't. Okay, um, um, so something that I I showed you the trailer for this. Yeah, earlier, and my mind is now blown. It looks very, very good. It's this film called Parasite uh-huh. um, that is a Korean film mm-hmm. about class, from what I can glean from the trailer. Yeah. And it's just like... The trailer is so well done. It's so intense. And I just am very excited to see it. And as you said, they just won the Palme d'Or mm-hmm. at Cannes. Yeah. So, like, honestly, okay, we're going to stop talking now for a full minute and a half. You guys go watch the trailer. We'll wait. Yeah. Start up. Do, 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 <laughs> just kidding. Do, do. We won't do that. But if you could pause it. You should If you're listening to this as a podcast, though. pause it. And if you're not listen or go look it up as soon as we're done because it's very intense yeah and i think that i don't think you anyone could do it justice by describing it like if you had described uh -uh. that to me before i watched it and even the one that you watched was a different one that i watched (gasps) oh it was yeah the one that i watched had a bit more of a kind of some scarier imagery but it's still each one i kind of built that more than i watched okay so here's the other thing you have more than one to watch more than one trailer for Parasite that you gotta go look. You for. have you have to watch. A, a but yeah, trailer. it looks really interesting. Same director who made Mother, right? It said Mother. Yeah, that was a film. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you've films. Maybe you've heard of it. <laughs> anyway, I don't know this Korean director, but I yeah, I was like not like Darren Aronofsky or that. Oh one. yeah, no, not that one. Okay. There's like a, a Korean movie called Mother. Korean Mother. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's about it for On the Horizon. On the Horizon. I think I like that segment. I'm into it. I feel like if next time we are fully scraping the barrel, no offense to our listeners. (laughs) We're sorry. We are. Hopefully we made up for it when we talked about those movie trailers. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, just more lists. Okay, let's move on. Let's. To what you're watching. What you're watching. What are you watching? All right. So as alluded to previously in the show, I didn't watch any adventure movies this week because I could not tear my eyeballs away from the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh, yeah. Now, listeners may remember I started talking about this or I talked about this for the first time a while ago, I think Mm -hmm. like two months ago, probably. And then as I am wont to do, 
I started watching other things, and I got distracted, and I didn't come back to it for a while. Of course, of course. And then this long weekend, uh, I cleaned my whole apartment. Thank you, thank you. Hold your applause. I'm an adult woman in charge of my life. And as a break in between, slash every other waking moment, I watched almost the full second season. Like, I watched the rest of the first season, and now I'm almost done the second season of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And I'm so obsessed with this show. I... I just don't even really know what to say about it that hasn't already been said. I feel like the think pieces came out fast and thick <laughs> when yeah. it first came out, like the three years thinking, ago. Yeah, because um, there are now three seasons on Amazon Prime, I believe. But yeah, I haven't seen. But I, I just always want good things for Amy Sherman Palladino. Me too, and she's really doing. She's really doing it. This season, part part of the second season takes place in Paris, oh. and so you're like, oh. Just in case this show wasn't already stylized. Oh, you want a twist? Yeah, like, and beautiful and elegant and, like, you have to watch it for the garments alone, Sean. I am very interested in that. Oh, every scene, I'm just like, wow. Wow. (laughs) Wow. And also comedy. Also, the comedy stuff was... um, Did the people know what... Marvelous and Maisel's about. I don't know. I will say again, in oh. case in case they don't. Basically, it's about uh, this young, uh, like young mother, young Jewish mother in New York in the I think early sixties, mid sixties. I haven't seen. I'm going to say early to mid sixties. At me if I'm wrong. Um, who through like through her husband. Her husband tries to become a stand-up comedian, but he's not good. And then she, through a convoluted series of events, starts trying stand-up and is actually great at it. And so it's like she's like this very beautifully put together. This is like sometimes used as a derogatory term, but like Jewish princess Mm -hmm. who uh, like seems very like one type of person. And then basically... the whole show, like the whole cup, first couple seasons of the show, is her like doing things altogether unexpected for mm-hmm. herself and becoming a comedian. She like becomes friends with Lenny Bruce and um, Alex Borstein is her manager, and she's just like this little tough butch club run- club owner who becomes her manager, and she's amazing. And just like yeah, and Rachel Brosnahan plays. Uh, Mrs. Maisel, and she is absolutely amazing. Like, it just is one of those things where it's shocking when someone is so beautiful and then also so funny. Like, it's right. like, that's quite rude, actually. Could you Yeah, not? you have to have all our things. But yeah, it just, I just can't stop. I am interested because also shows like that, I think I've spoken before, where like, people that can write really good material, mm. like, they'll use it for their own stuff. Like, they're like, yeah. if I'm a writer on this show... Like, I'm not giving up my really good stuff for the show. Write my best jokes. Yeah. Um, And so, I I don't know. I'm interested to see the comedy aspect of it. And also, I just really want to watch. Yeah, you should. It's really good. Well, I watched something that was a little less uh, good. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. So, last night, a friend of the show, Nathaniel Cole and I, sat down... We've been hearing um, so much good things about a little show, and so we slipped past all these shows of good repute, like Killing Eve. We went past all of that, 
And instead, we went to Love Island. <gasps> I'm so excited. And um, yeah, so many intelligent people in our lives mm-hmm. are watching Love Island and say it's very fun and funny. Um, basically, um, from what I can tell, five hot girls, four hot guys are on an island. Um, and then they have. A horrible pairing up ceremony. It's like a bumble in real life. The coupling. The coupling. And then uh, once you have a couple, there's one standout, obviously. The couples share a bed and they party and they all dance and they, but then they will be uncoupled. Re- there's a recoupling. <laughs> there's a recoupling. At random intervals. Random That's my recoupling. favorite part. The thing is, this is so confusing. Even in the first episode, they I don't know what's going to happen. Like, they don't say if someone's going home or what's going, if someone comes back. Did you watch the British version or the first American season? The first American. Okay, great. I watched it, so I know and I can tell you. Yeah. Well, they do everything randomly on this show, I think. It's so random because there are t- there's two hosts... There's an omnipotent voice, a man, who lays some things out. And then there's also um, a pretty lady host that's actually on the island that pops in to do Very some other things. Very seldom, honestly. Very seldomly. <laughs> and then even further, sometimes they just text a contestant to do the ceremony themselves. Yeah, it's And they're great. like, you have to do this now. Like, there's no structure and yeah, they just tell them the pertinent info over a text. Yeah, um, like they'll all be lying around on sunbeds, and then you hear like "dooloo," and then someone goes, "I got a text," and then the whole house goes running so they can find out what this text was. Um, the people, the characters that I've seen so far. Yes, there's a man who tries to find meaning in his own tattoo. <laughs> someone <laughs> asked him about it. Yes, yes. Three lines uh, around his arm, and she's like, "What's that tattoo mean?" And he's like, "I just like how it looked, but now I'm thinking about it, and I do have three sisters, <laughs> so I guess it could be that." <laughs> I'm like, Sad. "You don't need to rethink." And then another guy, <laughs> he sets us up so well, and he's like, "Yeah, I totally think that facial beauty is important, but also a nice body is important as well." <laughs> Yeah, you're just There's, like, oh, her personality. He oh. set me up so hard, and then just really completely knocked me down. Um, I yeah, I actually I couldn't really get into it. It wasn't a good even a hate watch or like a camp watch or anything, and it was so excruciatingly slow. Oh, and yeah. I watched the entire first episode, and literally nothing happened. Like nobody got uncoupled, nobody got like demoted or voted off the island or anything. A new girl comes. Next episode. Another girl? There's Spoiler alert. A, th- a sixth girl. Oh, wait. Maybe not. But oh, okay. I think so. Oh, my gosh. Hang on. I'll tell you off air. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't want to spoil the first season of Love Island for anyone. Well, yeah. I'm like, will somebody win? I don't understand. Technically, a couple wins. But then they keep recoupling all the time. Yeah. I know that this I'll tell you what, though, there is one couple that makes it all the way through. Without being uncoupled, mm-hmm. really? And I bet you wouldn't guess. But I'll we'll talk about it off air. <laughs> How about I wouldn't I'm guess so either? I'm so curious. Okay, well, I guess it's time to say adieu to our very Somehow. patchwork episode. <laughs> Thank you for sewing that with me, Sonia. Oh, um, a I'd, joy. I'd like to thank Saskatoon's the Garys for letting us use their 
song Manatuna for our theme song and our generous sponsor, the RPL Film Theater. Thanks to everyone at CGATR and all of you for lending us your ears. The show's broadcast live Wednesdays at 6, rebroadcast Friday mornings at 9, and is available as a podcast on the CGATR website, Spotify, and Apple Play. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, so give us all a follow, and have a great night. Good night. Night.